Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing and following. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. I can't wait to even dive into uh, the products we're talking about today. We've got Eddie Zelenak on, one of the co-founders of Bowie. You might know them also as Bowie Hydration. Uh, they're in the space of hydrating and wellness drops. I can't even wait. Eddie, so great to have you on the podcast. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Super excited to be here. I am too. Um, I had so much fun like checking out your product. And I, you know, I worked in the beverage industry for years, so I've got lots of questions for you, and we'll get to those in just a moment. Um, you guys have been doing you've been at this for a couple of years now. So before we get to Bowie, how about share a little bit about what you were doing before launching the business? Yeah, I uh, at, so at the University of Michigan, I was pre-law. Uh, my dad's a lawyer, and I believe like all lawyers want their kids to be lawyers. I have a sister <laughs> and a brother, and it worked totally. on them. Uh, so they're they're actually both lawyers. My brother's just graduating this year, and uh, after one weekend with LSAT books at Michigan, I just gave them to a friend and pivoted. Uh, it was a little late to change my actual concentration, but uh, I started applying to internships and kind of clawed my way into some of the like more business-y focused jobs where I landed at Cisco right out of college in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, and yeah. So Very good. My background was... Yeah, yeah. My background was like... Uh, it, that was kind of a sudden shift, but uh, at Cisco, I started as a business analyst. I switched into their marketing department, but probably more interesting along the way is kind of, I've kind of always had this like weird entrepreneurial bug uh, before I even realized it. In high school, I was a poker player. Uh, I made a lot of my like money. I actually stopped doing uh, regular jobs. Because Seriously? I was making no way. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think I'm really uh, risk centric, uh, which is probably why I jumped into uh I actually started on the side too at Cisco with, I was just surprised with how much money I was making there that I started investing it into two white label Amazon businesses. One flopped really hard and the other one doing super well. And I actually like phased it out really just because it was taking a little too much time and competitors were coming in and I wanted to focus on Bowie eventually. But yeah, I, uh, th those are like the fun ones. And those were actually one of like being at my mind space when I was away from work, Cisco actually just really felt like a on off switch for a long time. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait. So I have to ask. So why'd you, why'd you quit the gambling? Like if that was going so well, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. It, it, no, it is. And I love the identity of it in high school. And then you right. realize pretty quickly, uh, it's a really small insulated world and the ups and downs, like I was playing with not enough money. Luckily, like, I mean, when, when you're sitting there and you're seeing the same people and then you're, you become friends with them and you're taking their money because you're all playing in the same circles. And then you go to Vegas and your heart is just pounding with cortisol, like pumping your veins and, and it's a lot of money then. And then you lose and it's like, it's just not sustainable. I don't know if I would have my hair today if I was playing poker <laughs> so any longer. So, World Series of Poker, like you. So that was your. You, no, I, uh, some of my good friends have played in that. I uh, actually like 
because this was only just a hobby for so long, I never really got the chance to turn it even into that, that like am pro. Right. Uh, and, and I didn't want to. It was, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but now it's fun. I still play with like my friends and I, and I've gotten into like other kind of like games, but uh, yeah, I mean, now I, don't, I barely even have time to play. I, I haven't played it in years. That's so funny. Uh, very cool. It's always great to hear people's like passions and backgrounds. <laughs> I love it. it yeah. Get some cool stories. All right. Let's talk about um, the company buoy. Um, it looks like you guys got started about six years ago. Tell me, tell, tell me about where this came from. I mean, you were at Cisco, you're in technology and whoop, over here and start a business like how'd this, how'd this happen yeah i uh my co one of my co-founders i met at the university of michigan and um i mean we uh, I, I think he saw what i was doing with just like even some of the amazon stuff and i think uh his brother is an entrepreneur and so that started with this like general idea of his mom's a doctor as well and we were both when you get out of college and you start getting into like your own routine, you start really focusing on like how to like self-improve, not just like your career, but your like your own well-being. And and one of those things was just realizing like Gatorade at the time is still a big uh like an option. Now, you know, five years later, there's a lot of hydration options out there and new form factors, but we just saw a lot of issues with it that still actually kind of exist today. And and so some of those like guiding principles that we originated them and we saw some differentiation and room to compete were just like on on a basic clean ingredients unsustainable packaging and, and honestly one of the biggest ones is a lack of really meaningful philanthropic efforts uh we really just believed at the time like brands like tom's really stuck out to us because they were so rooted with what they're doing outside of their business model and so um it was one call after my co-founder had a like a few beers at his like first job at like a happy hour <laughs> and he asked yeah. why can't i hydrate with this beer uh, he literally called me and it for me the time zone switch was actually it was actually pretty late for me and uh i answered it and he was like why can't i hydrate with this beer and it, that kind of started this question right uh, of like um you know you lose essential electrolytes from like basically existing in your sleep you wake up dehydrated. Ironically, oftentimes that morning cup is coffee, which is a diuretic at right. this point in the example. <laughs> Alcohol is a diuretic as well. And so that's where we really had that like, like kind of aha moment, that idea of like, let's replenish those electrolytes and minerals with the drinks you're already drinking. And I love that. Okay. So did you know at the beginning it was going to be the kind of the, the drops or were you thinking more nope. like functional beverage or what, what did that look like? Yeah, we explored a lot of different options. Uh, and the real reason we landed on the drops was, uh, I mean, even the like powder packets are pretty easy to assemble. Uh, and that was like sure. a, a pro. Like, these drops actually were the hardest things to arrive at from like finding co-packers and finding just manufacturers that do like do what we were looking for. We were driven by the drops because it was the intersection of sustainability, but also efficacy uh really there's actually now some like uh scientists and neuroscientists that uh, have basically written the script for understanding who we are uh unflavored uh liquid electrolyte drops are really the most bioavailable and fast absorbing way to get those nutrients into your body 
And so putting them in a form factor like drops and then also how we landed on 100% PCR bottles over like say glass sure. was really just the crossroads of, of those two guiding principles. Makes sense. Wow. Very, very cool. Um, but you hadn't been in the, the beverage or even food or packaging industry before. So how did you go from, um, hey, we want to start this business to actually creating a product and putting it in something that people would buy? Yeah. Well, we, we spent two years trying to get it right. And it was not easy. Uh, I'm the sure. Stories, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you probably hear this across uh, the original stories of those bulk ingredients being shipped to an apartment somewhere where you take stabs at MVPs for, you know, weeks, you're giving them to your friends and stuff that applies to us as well. We were doing that and it wasn't a little weirder because we weren't making granola bars in our oven that smell really good with like cinnamon. Actually, my neighbor does that. And so like uh, he's in that process right now uh, here in L.A. But we were making these hydration formulas. So it, it's actually really like particular. You have to be really careful with like how you're measuring it, how you're mixing it. And that also was that was a big problem because like uh, that was it's a supplement. And and our CEO at the time was in his MBA at Wash U and got connected to a leading pharmacist who helped us fine tune this in a, in a lab. And so that was a really good connection who kind of saw where we wanted to go. Um, and we leveraged that. And that was like really how we got into making a beverage or like in the food and beverage space. So there sure. were drops. Uh, I think the other ways to sample would have been a lot easier on us. Um, you find a co-packer. Sure. No, I can imagine. Um, so uh, as you went into it, what were you thinking in terms of um, ingredients and then also flavors? Yeah, that, uh, it, it's a good question because at Bowie, we are purposefully unflavored and unsweetened. And so it, that's still one of the issues that kind of haunt customer education today because of the other drops on the market. Right. Even just what you come to expect with hydration. Totally. You have flavors, lemon lime, all this fun, like really sweet stuff. And so... Um, one of those things was was just making sure and like trying to understand that we didn't want to lead with those. That was one, when it comes to the ingredients, that was one thing that was really important to us is that a lot of those ingredients are sweet and they're fun, but they're also inflammatory. Uh, and when it comes to specifically how we've had so much success today and also kind of like our own personal ethos is we didn't want to include those. We want to give an option for really leaving those, even zero sugar electrolytes, including ingredients like stevia that we can't really get behind. And sure. so that was one idea was focusing on the made without category. And then when we really focused on the made with, we looked all over for salt. So, I mean, salt is such an important ingredient for everyone and like the salt source matters. And we have our hand harvested uh, sea salt, um, that's loaded with 87 trace minerals. And that, beca that became another guiding principle too, is it's not just the macro electrolytes that everyone's familiar with, but right. these trace minerals work wonders for your, for your body. And so we're a hydration and mineral supplement. And on top of that, um, you might see with some of the other beverages that are like the other hydration supplements that sugar is actually a sodium, um, it, it helps sodium like absorb into your bloodstream. And so without getting into the science, it's not the only transporter in town. And there's a B vitamin complex that we have that supports routine electrolyte function and also the presence of potassium that does an equally good job. So we made sure that even though there's a, 
yeah. So a lot of science went into that. And, and, and honestly, it wasn't just us. We worked with health professionals and our leading pharmacist and now our chief medical officer to get it right. Hmm. Wow. Very, very cool. Um, you've got hydration drops, energy drops, immunity drops. you got your daily wellness bundle. Great reviews, by the way. Incredible. Um, did you start with all of these or where did, was there one at first and then you've grown? Talk about how you've progressed the brand. That's actually the best way to even intro the brand is it started with our flagship hydration drops and that formula of electrolytes and trace minerals, that B vitamin complex, and even our way of how we found to keep shelf stable that we used. Um, that formula is the baseline formula. And when we expand our product line, we do so with function, not flavor. And interesting hydration. Uh, so all of ours are equally hydrating, the immunity drops, the energy drops, and even plans for like the, the, the future drops to come. They all start with that. That's just kind of a basic principle of ours, believing that, well, three out of four Americans are chronically dehydrated. And those essential nutrients are so impactful that when we land with them, we're just adding like benefits on top. Energy and immunity are kind of like one of those ad, ad hoc ones where you can build a habit out of them. And like, I certainly do. I use energy in the morning and, and like immunity throughout the day, hydration later at night. But uh, yeah, the, the, how we expand and how we think about our product line is that they all are equally hydrating. That's just the baseline. And then we find really functional ingredients to stack on top of that. Wow. Very, very cool. Um, you start working on the product. Did you know you had something that at the beginning, how did you know it was going to be something people would buy? You know, did, or did you test it, it out? It, like that was the <laughs> that was the scariest thing. We actually right. had. Uh, I was uh, um, at first. We were just seeing where it goes. We were really leaning on the health aspect of it. We really want. We were betting that people were just going to prioritize health of these fun flavors like lemon lime or like blue raspberry or some of those things. Uh, and so we actually made an am we have a like yeah we have a non-traditional route to to market really we we made an amazon listing really before even a website sale had like happened or two and we organically kind of caught some like tailwind there um Ooh, and so yeah we 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 got some really good reviews coming in not so not so great ones i, I mean too i mean it, but it was a mix of we saw this like really like kind of push us to the front and that that was like uh what decided oh yeah people might buy this that's so funny and then when you launched and you know we're a couple of years in uh, for those that are listening um when you launched was it e-commerce was it in stores yet like what did that look like yeah so uh on amazon our like at some point we got approached because i think by i we we for search, searches in the buy box. Uh, and then we got a, a invited to some of their like new startup programs that they have. Right. Like Launchpad. Yeah, Amazon Launchpad. Right. Yeah. Like Launchpad and, and all the ones that you're familiar with. Uh, uh, CBS reached out to us um, when we were really young and offered us a 10 store trial Whoa. at the time that was. Wow. We. <laughs> Yeah, we almost didn't uh, do it because we were so young at the time, and it was a lot of uh, a lot of production capacity. Um, and it, and at the time, less than that, it, it, if we really wanted to, we had to spend a lot of money to prove that we were as legit as we were, because you know FDA doesn't regulate the supplement industry, 
And so we decided to do that. Uh, we didn't know what what a zero a brand with zero brand equity would do against the shelf of like a, some legacy competitors that everyone knows about. Sure. Um, and so that ten store trial turned into twelve hundred stores, turned into twenty two hundred stores, turned wow. into thirty five hundred stores. We were the third best selling SKU, even with zero brand presence. Um, <laughs> That's and so, crazy, man. That's so crazy. Yeah. And so that's a really non-traditional way. A lot of people start D2C first and they have right. leverage and go into Amazon and they come to these uh, retailers. That's right. We actually are just getting started on D2C even as of now because of all the other opportunities that we got. <laughs> um, that's amazing. So then talk about, <laughs> were you prepared for that? I mean, that that's some pretty good volume. When you just started, it's one thing doing onesie twosies or a case to Amazon and they sell the fulfilled by Amazon. But like, I mean, really, like thousands of stores. I mean, how did you guys scale? Yeah, well, it, it was gradually. Uh, and so that gave us a little bit of time. And we we have a good relationship with CBS. And so we kind of knew ahead of time to, to plan ahead. Uh, but yeah, the, the scaling. Luckily, we also got really connected with a great uh, supply chain all the way down to like our 3PL and even Copacker that we were able to keep up with demand um, pretty easily. I mean, we've sold out of Am- on Amazon a few times at the beginning, just getting those like frequencies right. And, th- sure. and that was really what was happening was on Amazon, we would we were just like growing at a rate that we weren't expecting and forecasting for. And so we'd sell out at the beginning, but we we that wasn't that didn't plague us luckily. And our CEO is such a great product dev knack that he always has he had backups for even during COVID when like it just seemed impossible to get a product made we were really lucky and fortunate that we we never ran into that but I mean it did open up a lot of other opportunities and the the biggest issue was where do we spend our very limited time and resources and supporting retail and supporting Amazon sure um just because those were really proving themselves took precedence over even our own D2C site, which is now what we're uh, like just really launching now. No, that's awesome. Really, really cool. Um, I So as you're looking ahead then, um, so now fast forward a bit, where, let's ground everyone. Where are you now store-wise or, or you know, product placement-wise? And then what's the next six to 12 months look like? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so right now we have our website justadbuoy.com um, and we have we're on Amazon uh, and we're in CVS and we're soon to be in some other really large retailers coming in this, this fall and, and like early next year we are really excited by that and so for for the like the current time you can find us really on Amazon our website uh, and CVS uh, pretty soon by the end of the year potentially even when this comes out there'll be some other other places to find us that's awesome yeah um you have to come back on talk about those it'll be great yeah i i I would love to yeah we 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 have a fun roadmap (laughs) that's incredible i love it um i always love to ask our guests some of their biggest lessons learned and you've had a couple years now in the business of you know building it growing it launching being out in stores and figuring out how to manage the the volume growth uh, what would be two or three pieces of advice you'd offer to other entrepreneurs that are listening to our show? Yeah, I, I, I really focus on two things. Don't start a brand without a purpose is the biggest thing I would say. I mean, ideas are such like a dime a dozen. And I remember being so protective over our idea when we first started. I would be careful with who I shared it with. And then you realize there's so much that goes into that. So given all those things that uh, I think people 
have heard before. I would focus on really like the, the brands and especially in today's landscape where there is a lot of brands and there's a lot of competition. The most rewarding thing to us and what's like kept us grinding and what why I wake up so early and sometimes why now oftentimes why I go to bed so late and I've passed up <laughs> on a lot of personal stuff is purely because of what we've breathed into Bowie. Right now, we we were organic for three years outside of basic PPC Amazon. We didn't run a single paid marketing ad uh, for three years up until a few months ago. And it was just organic word of mouth. It was also because these other channels were doing so well. And our first campaign was focused, it's called To Be Seen. And it really focused on this core group of people with chronic illnesses that just found us and love us because of how like we don't include those inflammatory ingredients and we don't uh they were like some of our customers they wrote some reviews that i felt so i felt like weird sharing because they seemed too good to be true it looked looked like we paid someone right to write write them yeah And, and so after two to three years we were able to give back to that community and our first our first campaign actually doesn't even focus focus on Bowie at all it focuses on the people that use and benefit from Bowie the most and we made a short film really spreading awareness about the silent battles that people with chronic illnesses face and so doing that has been the biggest thing and finding a purpose for your brand uh, a meaningful one that you can get behind and one I, I spend every Monday morning talking to people with chronic illnesses to learn more about this community uh, that that's been the biggest thing. And, and I, w- I would never start and put in the hard work to take it to grow a brand without that. So number one, uh, and then number two is get really clear about what success is. Uh, it, we're in a really weird time where it's once you get into this really small D to C world, it can feel like everyone's growing. Everyone's raising. You're seeing everyone get into new shelves that you want to be on. And it can be really competitive and it can also be seemingly like easy to just go out and raise a lot of money, especially pre-rev. And that's a narrow, steep, rocky path to profitability. And you see a lot of companies, especially potentially with like the economic situation that we're in now, come to terms with some hard decisions uh, and even some big legacy D2C brands that we all know and love are coming to terms with is that path to profitability? Were you going growing too fast? Were you too grand? Uh, and, and so that's the biggest thing is like, don't be jaded. I, the grass is always greener on the other side when it comes to this stuff. And, and, and really be mindful about what you what you think success is because it's not taking over the world. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think that's some great advice. We could spend like an entire hour on each of those, I think, um, and show examples <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of some who've done it well and some who've not. Man, so cool. Um, share with our audience where they can find you, connect with you, learn more by product. You've mentioned a couple, but it, I'll let you hit it one more time before we close out. Yeah. Uh, just add Bowie. Uh, so Bowie is B-U-O-Y. And that's our website. That's also our TikTok and Instagram pretty easy to find us uh, on there. And so I would definitely recommend checking us out on those places. You can find us on Amazon. You can find us in CVS. And maybe by the time this is out, you'll be hearing about some other places where you can find us too that aren't too far from where you live. That's awesome. Excited for you guys. Uh, Great. Like I said, thousands of reviews. I mean, 
I, I see a lot of guests coming onto our show. It's awesome. Um, you know, but man, you got, and, and I see reviews, right? But thousands, I mean, it's amazing. So congrats on that and the growth that you guys have had. Yeah, what's in front of you? So I mean, that's incredible. It's yeah. all, you know, it's amazing. Thank you, Justin. Seriously. Thank you for that. And, uh, we, we, We'd love to send you a pack uh, to, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure you, you're filled with with all the stuff. That we'd <laughs> I can't you. wait. Then we have yeah. to have you come back on so I can like talk about it, you know, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, you should set out a lineup of your favorite drinks and we'll go through right? all the ones that, like the hydrate with. I mean, I've gotten some interesting <laughs> ones. That, that would be worth a whole podcast. Justin, what were the most yeah. interesting without using? Well, that would be tough. I'd have to not mention the brand. Um, okay, cool. This is getting way <laughs> off track. So, hey, it's been so great to have you on. Got to have you back on down the road uh like i said excited for you guys and look forward to saying touch see you in a couple months sounds good thanks justin the contender cast is sponsored by henderson shapiro peck and powered by contender brands you can download additional contender cast episodes directly via apple podcasts google podcasts amazon music spotify iHeartMedia, youtube and other preferred podcast platforms if you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.